Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I hope today is a great day because you know what? It really is a great day because it is the day the Lord's made. And guess what? Yes, like I say often, we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, I'm so thankful that we can rejoice in the things of God. We can put our faith and trust in Him, and we can walk daily with Him. And when we stumble, that we can get back up again. You know, He wants to continue to touch lives. You know, there's a lot of things people do really nice for people, and I love it when people are kind to people, people that just help those that maybe need some special help. I just recently heard of a uh, situation, not a situation, but a gathering that a church, a local church does that is really touching lives. I want to share that with you today because I have a friend, her name is Kelly, and she works for the uh, uh, Boise uh, Sheriff's Department, and she's also very much in, in uh, contact with the Tim Tebow Foundation. They have a Tim Tebow Foundation Night to Shine event, and it's going to be at Calvary Chapel, Boise 123 Auto Drive on Franklin Cole on February 7th. Uh, this year. If you know any special needs people that you would love to have a part of this, it is such a neat thing. It's a worldwide event that served over 100,000 guests with disabilities. And uh, last year, they they uh, it went amazing. And this year, they're expecting more. And what it is, is this. Every guest gets a friendly uh, welcome, a red carpet, complete warm welcome from a friendly crowd of paparazzi and people. Once inside, the guests receive the royal treatment to include hair and makeup, shoe shining, limousine rides, corsages, boutonnieres, and karaoke room, catered dinner, and dancing. The highlight of the night comes when every one of the Night of Shine guests is crowned king or queen of the prom. Every one of them. Isn't that awesome? And uh, I just, I hope that you will... Uh, uh, support that. If you have any special needs people you know of, get them there. They're hoping to have 200 there this year. Again, it's at Calvary Chapel in Boise. And if you want to uh, check it out online, it's calvaryboise.com slash night to shine, N-I-G-H-T-T-O-S-H-I-N-E. But check it out. And, you know, let's get those uh, uh, people there that just need loved and uh, and surprised. It'd be awesome. So anyway, I think it's neat that churches and organizations do things to help those that maybe struggle in life with some different things. We need to love each other. We need to be there for each other. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for every person listening today. Thank you for the opportunities that come. Thank you for this night to shine uh, night, God. Thank you for those that put it on, and may it be a wonderful time to uplift people. Lord, be with us as we share for the next uh, this day and the next day and the day after, Lord, that we would just share your word and your truth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I thought a great way this year, we're just in January, is to talk about the subject of wisdom. I imagine each one of us would love to have wisdom in our lives. I know I would like to. And I imagine each of you know people, some with incredible spiritual wisdom, some with incredible business wisdom, some with incredible life wisdom. And I think we like surrounding ourselves with those people. I have a number of friends that are tremendous in the business world. I am so grateful uh, to have them. I can think of four of them right off the bat that just are close friends of mine, but they're very sharp. And they give you a lot of principles that help you deal with life too. 
I have a lot of great spiritual mentors, people that have touched my life that breathe into me. I love that. And I hope I can breathe into others' lives too. You know, there's a lot of great uh, books out there on wisdom and success, but there's no greater book than the Bible. In fact, Solomon writes in Proverbs and Ecclesiastics great things about uh, teaching the truth of God and, and how to live. Years ago, I read a really good book. I liked it. It was by Dr. Phil McGraw, you know, Dr. Phil on TV. It's called Life Strategies, and it's been old, around for a while. I recently pulled it out of my bookshelf, and I realized I had so much of it highlighted. And so I started reading some of those highlights, and man, I thought, what's some great truths? And he also uh, involved some spiritual truths in that book, too, even though it would not be considered a spiritual book. He was encouraged people to use wisdom in, in, in their lives so they could be successful in the things they pursue. And I think everybody like to be successful. I don't think there's one of us listening today that say, well, I'm just comfortable being a loser and I want to be a loser. <laughs> I don't think that's true. McGraw said this. He said one simple statement he got that certainly got my attention. He said, stop making excuses and start making results. Stop making excuses and start making results. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that when I announced this thing about the Knights in Shining, uh, in Shining, you know, this Tim Tebow Foundation night. I thought, that is something. Somebody's making results. They're touching the lives of people, lives of people that we can't touch on an everyday basis. How cool is that? But precisely what God is trying to get across in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New is that we would just put our trust in God and have success in, in using his wisdom. We need to be thankful that God gives us his word to teach us. I don't know about you, but I've sure made a lot of excuses over the years why I haven't done one thing or another. You see, we people try to justify some things so that we don't look uh, so because we, we want to look good to everybody else. Unfortunately, we see that play out in the world, in the world of sin, because it's all around us. For my entire ministry, I've had people justify their sins and tell me why they are okay, why something is okay, even though it's contrary to God's Word. We don't want to live by God's Word. That's the problem. The Word of God has been so softened by the world, just exactly what Jesus and Paul taught in the New Testament would happen. The cave of society. To the point we just want to hear things that tickle our ears, like 2 Timothy 4.3 says, instead of listening to God's truth and being obedient. Learn to run from the very appearance of evil. My father taught me that all through life. Run from the very appearance of evil. Wisdom is the beginning of success. If you want 2020 to be successful in your lives, then today begin the practice of wisdom. And the wisest thing you could do is pull the Bible off the shelf, blow it off, take your feather duster, clean it off, and dive into God's Word. Find out what He has to say. In fact, I'm challenging you this uh, month to start reading a psalm, I mean a proverb a day from, from King Solomon. I've been reading him. I listened last night to uh, this morning, excuse me, to 15 or 16 chapters on my app, just listening. I'm going to listen every day to Proverbs this week. And I want it to sink in because there's still things from the ancient Proverbs that will touch our lives about practical living. You can't go wrong with that. Psalm 37, verse 30 says this, The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, and their tongues speak what is just. David, Solomon's father, had some practical wisdom for us too. 
One thing we must recognize before wisdom will take place in this is that you cannot heal when you don't acknowledge. So many people run from what truth is. Why do they do that? Because they don't want to deal with it. It may take effort. It may be uncomfortable. People have to stop conning themselves. We hear the phrase, confession is good for the soul. And folks, it is. We need to confess our sins to God. We need to confess that we're not being right. Confess that we don't have a humble attitude. Confess that we're seeing things with jaded glasses. Confess that we're not living the Word of God like He's asked us to do. There's questions we can ponder. Am I living a life of a loser or a winner? And folks, be honest. What does your life look like? What is the difference in a winner or a loser? Well, most people know that I love sports and I love football and it's football season, and we're in the, in the playoff games for the NFL. And the great Green Bay Packer coach, who played the greatest coach of all time, is named Vince Lombardi. And he said this, Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. For some reason, he has been considered the greatest football coach to ever live. He taught his players never to give up. The game looked bleak. Don't give up. You get knocked down. Rise up. And have a greater desire to do something better. And folks, great example for us as people in life. When things don't look good, when things are not going great, rise up. Rise up. Count on God to lead you. You've been knocked down in your life. I've been knocked down. You have been falsely accused of something. I have been falsely accused of something. What do we do? We can dwell on it let it destroy us. Or we stand up and say, guess what? I'm moving on because my God is there for me. He knows, and I know, God's truth. We live by God's truth. We have nothing to be ashamed of. You know, keep moving forward. Keep your eyes on the goal. But, Pastor, I don't have a goal. Then get a goal. The greatest goal you can have is to live for Jesus Christ every day and allow him to direct your lives. Another incredible and successful football coach, one of my favorites, is a great Lou Holtz. Coached for Notre Dame for years, coached in the NFL, South Carolina, all over the place. But the key, and this is what he said. I loved what he said. He said, the key to winning is choosing to do God's will and loving others with all you got. How do you like that? That's from a football coach. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and loving others with all you have. I love that. Yes, doing God's will. Instead of feeling sorry for yourself. And always beating on yourself. I've heard people just beat themselves to a bloody pulp because they get so down on themselves. Oh, I wish I could have done this. I wish I was this way. I wish I was that way. Stop wishing and start moving towards that goal and let God work in your life. You know, there's nothing that we need to do, nothing worse than a powder. And how many of us pout because things don't go our way? Yes, have I done it? Absolutely have. Yes, have I been put in my place for it? Yes, I absolutely have. People say, come on, you're the pastor. Get up. Stop thinking that way. Start being positive. Use God's wisdom. Use God's strength. Folks, if we do that, we'll see the love of God, and we can share that love of God, and people will see the wisdom of God in our lives. So I hope today, my challenge for you is to show people the love of God, use God's wisdom, Get into the Word of God. Start reading a Proverbs a day, at least for January. Start doing that. Let it penetrate your heart. You'll be glad you did. You'll see the power of God unfold mightily. 
Hey, Lord bless you. I hope you listen tomorrow. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.